Hello, thanks so much for tuning in to our podcast. I'm Michael Grant, Senior Pastor of Faith Worship Center International right here in Columbus, Georgia. Today, I'd like to share a word straight from God that's just for you. I hope you're prepared. Grab your pen, paper, your tablet. Most importantly, grab your Bible, your sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And let's prepare to take notes on what God has to share with you on today. I'm excited for you because you're about to grow to a greater place of faith in God. Let's tune into the word. Well, if you can't tell already, it's a new season. <laughs> yes, things are things are changing. Things are moving. God is moving. And it would behoove us to be attentive to how God is moving and what he is saying as he moves so that we will be able to be participants in all that he is manifesting in this day and time. We thank God for you being here. Praise God for you. And uh, we're grateful for the opportunity to even serve those who are watching live uh, from your homes. You may not be ready to come out of your the corridors of your house into large gatherings. I'm gonna tell you now, don't don't be don't be uh, you know going to other gatherings and don't come to this gathering. <laughs> I just ain't ready. I just ain't ready. You ready? You ready? You've been ready. Truth be told, now. <laughs> Uh, I mean, yeah, just, just trust your pastor when I tell you. I, I can tell you ready. Yeah, you sure enough ready. It don't, it don't, take, it don't take much to know that you, we all ready, willing and able. And so uh, we thank God for uh, God giving us strategy to, to be ready and to, and to move forward with the call of ministry and the call of uh, to the church of the living God, even amidst these unique and trying times. We make not light of the fact that they, these are trying times. They, I mean, they're just the days that we are living in, we've never seen before. Uh, and so we're grateful that God has given his people strategy uh, to continue to move forward, to be on the move. Somebody say, I'm on the move. Yeah, to continue to progress and... Um, Make sure that we fulfill his plan, his intentions for us. Uh, seasons have changed. The season has changed. And it's important that we be aware of the fact. Sometimes when you're too close to a thing or when you're too engulfed in a thing, it causes you to not be aware when things shift. Could y'all tell that something shifted in this service today? And you know, it was we same itinerary. We and the itinerary is for the sake of order. Uh, we can't just come in here and say, "Well, what the Lord gonna do?" You know, we would. There must be anytime you bring different people together, there must be some sense of order. For example, the body that we live in was made by God, and there are many different members. There are countless things going on within this body, but an order has been set 
so that this body can function appropriately. And so that's the beauty of being a part of the spirit of God, being connected to his spirit, that we're many members. We all have different functions, different assignments. And yet he brings, he calls us to order. And so that's what church gatherings are about. When we come together, they're different. There's, there's an order that's set. But I love how, how the spirit of God moves on that order. Y'all, y'all know what I'm saying there? He moves and he shifts within that order. There was a shift amongst the order that was set within this service today. And our intent is to always ride the wave of the shift. The Bible says things like, he that hath an ear, let him, speak, let him hear what the Spirit is saying to the church. Jesus would say that in, in times when he was sharing with his disciples, uh, uh, which lends me to believe, man of God, that there are times that the Spirit is speaking, but people aren't hearing. You follow me? And so Jesus has to say things to get your attention. Hey, hey, I'm over here. Listen, listen. We're not doing that anymore. We're doing this now. And I'd like to submit to you today that God is saying that the season has changed. Somebody say, my season has changed. My season has changed. Uh, Ecclesiastes 3 and 1, for the sake of scripture reference, uh, is, is a scripture that we could kind of reference today where uh, Solomon hears the spirit of God saying to him that to everything there is a season. He goes on to say, and a time for every purpose under the heaven. He begins to describe those things and those uh, purposes, a time to live, a time to die, a time to war, a time for peace. Watch. And this is, as I, as I work to explain it with, with a sense of integrity to the fact that this is God telling him, and yet he's hearing what God is saying in a reactive sense. Meaning this is something that already exists. God is bringing him into an awareness of it. You following me? It's kind of like if, if we go outside and I know that it's hot out there, I say, hey, guys, it's hot outside. Uh, you may not be aware of it. I don't know what it is about young people today. They're attired. They're put on anything regardless of the season. No, no offense to those of you who are of that persuasion, but I know my my oldest son, he'll go outside with a hoodie on in a hundred degree weather, covering his head up. Let's not even talk about Trayvon Martin and so on and so forth. The, the, the concept that I have to get in his mind dealing with that element. But, but let's not even go that heavy. Boy, it's hot outside. It's hot. Take the hood off. But, but, there's, but, but I have to make him aware of something that already is. Is my point there. So I believe this is what is taking place. Clearly, obviously, this is God who is all knowing, who is omniscient. And he's sharing with Solomon his wisdom. He says to everything, there is a season and a time for every purpose under the heaven. And he begins to describe those things. Watch. If we're not careful, we will allow a reactive mindset cause uh, uh, that to set our expectation. Watch. Uh, because it's hot in Georgia in the summertime, we'll go ahead and put all our, uh, uh, our cold clothes away. And if a cold front comes through, watch, we're ill prepared. Why? Because we caused our expectation to be that which always was. I'm going somewhere today and I'm going to help you as best I can. Uh, and, and so in this pandemic, I'm persuaded that we have quickly adjusted to this new normalcy 
not realizing that God is still on the move, not realizing that God is still up to something, not realizing that though COVID-19 is still prevalent, there's a God, there is a king who's already been crowned COVID-19, coronavirus 2019, corona meaning king, that virus that has attempted to crown itself as king, there was a king of kings that has always been enthroned and he's still up to something. He's still on the move and I believe that he has caused the season to change. Somebody say the season has changed. But we got to be careful to not allow the things that we see in this present time to dictate our season. Uh, uh, when the, we realize that autumn is around the corner, it'll be here, hopefully, prayerfully. We're fasting and praying and interceding that it'll hurry up and get here as good as it can around September the 22nd, I believe, is the date that uh, autumn will begin. And prayerfully, our expectation is that the, the climate will cool down. Watch. But the date is set for around the 22nd. But earlier this morning, the climate already started to cool. Somebody say the, the season is already changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why God would say things like, uh, I'm going to do a new thing. Shall ye not know it? I'm going to get there in a moment. But I want you to realize that it takes an awareness. It takes an ability to discern. I love the, the testimony of the tribe of Issachar, his children, where the Bible declares that they were able to discern, to know the times and to know what to do uh, uh, concerning them. We as the body of Christ need to learn to pull on that anointing that's within us because the season has changed. And if we're not careful, we'll be doing an old thing in a new season and we'll miss the whole move of God. Tell somebody, please know that the season has changed. I want to focus on Isaiah chapter number 42 for a moment here because uh, uh, in the season changing, I want to make a declaration to you so that you'll know what this season is uh, uh, contrary to whatever your expectation is. Uh, the season is changing. The season is changing. When we hear that term, our mind, if we're not careful, may immediately go to weather, climate, and, and seasons of the four seasons only. But I'd like to submit to you what God is saying, that there is a change of season in the spirit realm. There's a change of seasons in the spirit realm. I'm going to say that one more time. There's a change of seasons in the spirit realm. And, and so it's important that we don't allow the physical realm to dictate our expectation of a spiritual realm. Okay. Oftentimes we say things like, as it is in the natural, so is it in the spirit. And that is a biblical concept that is true. It is factual, but it is contextual as well. Because the truth of the matter is, uh, spirit realm was made first. <laughs> so you cannot allow that which is in the, the physical or the, the natural to dictate what's going on in the spirit. No, that might be an indicator, but what was going on in the spirit got here way before what happens in the physical realm. Somebody say, I am a spirit. I have a soul. And I live in this body. My, 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 wish we could understand that revelation to realize that your body can't dictate your lifespan. God Almighty, if we could get a revelation of the fact that I live by the spirit, I don't live by high blood pressure, I don't live by diabetes, I don't live by the food that I consume, I live by the word of God, which is spirit that gives me life. And though the doctor may say I'm hereditarily supposed to expire at this time, I live by the word of God, which declares I shall not die, I can't die, I got too much. 
much purpose to fulfill. I shall live to declare the spiritual works of the Lord. Somebody say, I am a spirit. And so we must understand things seasonally that have to do with the spirit before we deal with them by the flesh. By the flesh, we understand that fall is a time of dying away. Fall is a time where those things which are abundant and and productive from the spring to the summer, they begin to fall away. And that is cyclical. That is an that is a that is that order was established by God because everything ought not always be the exact same. Things should go through phases so that it can produce greater harvest. There should be a falling away uh, because uh, when that when the falling away takes place, that which was covering to you before becomes fertilizer to you in the next season. Boy, that'll help somebody right there don't you don't you get weary because in last season things fell away and died and it didn't feel like you had a harvest that which fell away and died it became fertilizer to your roots and something was going on underneath the surface that you could not see your friends couldn't see that nobody know what was going on but you were strengthening your stakes I hear the Lord say that last season of dying away and falling away there was some increase going on under the ground but now watch this something about to spring forth and it's gonna cause everybody to see that the God who was with you in secret Ebony is the God that's gonna be with you in public somebody say I'm a spirit being I'm a spirit being and yet and yet in this season this season is not indicative of what's going on in the natural alone because this season is a spiritual season here's watch 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 Solomon as he teaches uh, uh, understanding spiritual seasons now he just said in Ecclesiastes 3 and 1 to everything there was a season and a time for every purpose under the heaven but watch he says in Ecclesiastes 1 and 9 that there is no new thing under the heaven under the sun he said there is no new thing under the sun Understand this. Here's what he's saying in that moment. He's saying within the realm of the natural things continue to be the same. And so I'd like to submit to you that this season that we're entering into is not a season under the sun, but it's a season from the sun. God Almighty. bless you just a moment. This is not a season that's under the S-U-N. This is a season that has been released by the word of God, which we know to be the S-O-N. God himself has released, he has professed, he has proclaimed this to be a change of season and the indicators of this season have to come from him. So I'm not looking to earthly things to tell me what season it is. I'm going to speak this season into existence as I hear my father speak. I'm going to speak it into the earth we ought to understand that because this is the year of the spoken word and within this year seasons change and yet the year has not changed the way that we get results in this year will remain the same whatever I say that he's going to do so I must continue to speak what I hear heaven say so that earth can experience what uh, uh, what heaven has only given from its from its resources so so somebody say I'm a spirit being I'm a spirit being. And so this this season is of God. This season is not of man. This spiritual season comes from God. And here's what God told me to tell you. He said it's a new season. Somebody say it's a new season. This is a new season. This is a season, watch, that is indicated by new things. Somebody say new season. Well, what's the name of it? Watch. Uh, Here's what the medical field is prepared to start speaking over December through February. By rule, by, by, by mere fact of, of evidence, data, and so forth, they realize that come December through February, 
the flu bug begins to abound in uh, cases that are infected. And so though we are, would be in a season called winter, they call it flu season. Y- y'all with me? They give it a totally different name. Watch. Everybody doesn't experience it, but in their world, they call it flu season. God almighty, I hope y'all, he that hath an ear, he that hath an ear, let him hear. It don't matter what your cousin them, what your friends them, what all your connections are going through this coming season. God told me to tell you that for you, this is new season. This is a season of new things. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Watch, why. This is your time of letting go of old things, even things that you fought for, you labored for, you said, God, I'm, I, I got to see this thing come through. God said, let it go. I'm going to take care of that. I need you now to embrace new things because you have labored, toiled long enough. Sleepless nights have now come to an end. Now is the time for you to enter into this new season. Somebody say a new season with new things. Watch, Uh, Isaiah 42 verse 9 is a declaration, is a prophetic utterance that Isaiah the prophet makes and he's speaking something that has nothing to do with where he presently is. He hears God release a, a prophetic sound and he speaks it into existence. He says, behold, the former things are come to pass. Look at somebody and say that stuff you were dealing with last season, aka yesterday, aka this morning aka before this declaration was made whatever it was it's past it's behind you it's old news it's like the old newspaper do with it the same thing that you do with the old newspaper roll it up recycle it throw it out but don't let it be a part of your now any longer why because the former things of old they've come to pass sickness disease those things that have been diagnosed as the thing that's going to take you out hereditary things that have been spoken over you I hear the Lord say if you'll enter into my season I will cause those things to dry up those things those former things they will be in your past they have gone to pass and they are no longer relevant in your now somebody say because it's a new season the former things have come to pass watch and new things do I declare you see that watch here's what God is saying through the prophet Isaiah I don't want you to allow your season to be dictated by what you see I want your season to be dictated by what I say watch here's why we understand this because the the scripture goes on to say before they spring forth I'm going to tell you of them I'm gonna make sure that before things start happening in your life and you use them as the indication as to what season you're in I'm gonna tell you you might see a whole bunch of things but the things I want you to focus on are the new things the new things the things that are fresh the things that are undiscovered the things that are original this is that season why because when multiple things spring up in a season if you put all of your attention on the things that's not in season you waste your time I said this before I'm a guy who loves apples apples is one of my favorite fruits but my problem with apples is I try to eat them year-round 
and I get frustrated when apples, watch, are not in season. I start saying, well, this one is squishy. It ain't crunchy. It ain't crisp. It ain't sweet like that. Why it don't taste like this? The reason is because it's not the season for apples. But when apples are in season, baby, buy them up. Eat them as often as you please. As often as you do this. Do this in remembrance of me type of thing. Yeah, yeah, you want to. When, when it's the season, here's what the, pro, the prophet Zechariah said. Ask for the rain in the time of rain. When I promised you rain, don't start calling it a drought because you ain't seen rain. Baby, you ought to start saying, God, you said it's the season of rain. Father, you promised me that this is a season to receive. I hear the sound, the prophet said, of an abundance of rain, but I can't see the rain. That's all right. Don't go off of what you see, for what you see is temporary. But what you cannot see, what you cannot lay your hands on, supernatural, unseen, audible, spiritual voicing of the word of God is eternal. Somebody say, this season is an eternal season for me. Yeah, I'm getting ready to experience new things. I refuse to allow old stuff to occupy my attention in this season. I'm too busy. Somebody from your past call you with some foolishness. I'm too busy. I ain't got time to deal with that. Somebody remind you of who you used to be. I ain't got time. That ain't me no more. Because in this season, I'm a new me. It's a new season. It's a new day. I've received the freshness. I've received an originality. I have received undiscovered promises that God is making available to me. Somebody say, it's a new season. Boy, I got a lot of ground to cover and not a lot of time to get there. I just want you to see the season that we're in and the importance of embracing what God has caused. I want you to see what this season is going to look like. I provided some slides to make sure that you're there, but make sure that you see what to expect before it springs forth. I'm going to tell you. Can I do that for you? Before it springs forth, I'm going to tell you what you should expect so that if anything else springs up, you'll know that that is not for you. That's not the promise. That's not uh, uh, the, the fruit of this season. But it does not have to dictate the season that you're in. This season should should uh, bear fruit of new opportunities new beginnings, new territories, new acquisitions. You're going to see opportunities that were not afforded to you in the last season. They're going to be open to you. I hear the Lord say doors of opportunity. There's effectual doors. There's really effective doors that are going to be open to some of the people of God, and they're going to be different. They're going to be uh, things that you did not expect to come your way. God says embrace them. Don't hang back. Don't, Don't wait and expect that ain't for you or that's somebody else. No, now is your turn. Now is your time. This is your season season. Embrace what God has gotten for you. New beginnings. There are going to be new jobs, new careers that are launched. If you're watching via this website, I'm here to tell you what you've been doing that has not been fulfilling to you. Listen, I'm not saying quit your job. I'm not saying quit your day job, but you better labor in that job to feel your calling. You follow to get you to your calling. Boy, I wish I had time to deal with that. But there's new territory. There are new territories, uh, uh, places that you've only dreamed about, things that you have aspired to accomplish. And aspiration is a dangerous place because sometimes you can see something and aspire, but I believe this aspiration comes from God. This is a God burden on the inside of you that you desire to see change. God said new territories are going to be taken. Acquisitions. I see contracts. We've said this in in, uh, seasons before, but this is a new season. So whatever happened in that last season, don't expect that. God said new acquisitions, new opportunities are available for you. 
you. Next, I see uh, you are seeing and experiencing a new side of God. Some of us have grown stale, and this is unfortunate to say, but our relationship with God seems to be stale and dormant. Somebody say, no longer, no longer, no longer. There's about to be a freshness that stirs in your relationship with God. God is going to show you a side of himself that you've not seen before. It's going to come through much prayer, through much intimacy, time of intercession and so forth with him. Some of you are going to be placed in times of fasting, consecration. In and through that time, you're going to experience a new side of him that's going to lock you in in a confident place of knowing that your God is for you, that he's with you, and that the enemy has been defeated concerning you. I sense new tongues. Yeah. The Bible says in Mark chapter 16, verse 17, that they shall speak with new tongues. Some of it, now, now, the reason you ought to get excited with that is because that means there's a fresh feeling of the Holy Ghost going to be bubbling up over on the inside of you. There's new rivers. Watch. Man, don't miss this. <clears throat> with new tongues means fresh feeling, which indicates new rivers, which means uh, methods of provision. You're going to speak out of your own mouth under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost. This river will be birthed by God, and it won't be to impress others to let them know that God is with you. It will be for sustainment. It will be for provision, and it will be for purpose, says the Lord of hosts. There's a new harvest coming to somebody. Oh, somebody ought to shout it right there yeah I heard the Lord say that some of our harvests have dried up our seasons of old it's almost matter of fact I experienced it a, a time ago where I sensed as I was preparing to minister I said God I don't sense you in this message like I sensed you before he said that's okay son you just you, you given the last of that message <laughs> which means there's new revelation coming, which means there's new manna from on high, which means that God is about to re release and unveil to you a, a new now word that is going to cause you to be propelled in the future days. New harvest. Somebody say new harvest. So, so if your bank account, let's make it practical. So if your bank account been getting short, don't whine and complain about it. Start rejoicing because that means that he who has promised to supply your need according to his riches and glory and he don't just my God don't just supply needs he supplies need according to his riches which means he's an abundant God he's a giving God you can't beat him at giving and so when you run out he gives you more than you need he gives you more to have in store so that you won't just have enough for yourself but so that you can have enough for you your family and those who are in need in your world in your space somebody said my harvest is new God said many of you are going to experience a new you. God Almighty, man, I wish I'm, I, I, I'm going to have to preach that thing later on. Some of us have been stagnant. Some of us have been frustrated with who we have become at this phase and stage in life. But I hear the Lord say in this new season, as I unveil myself to you, I'm going to unveil the real you to you. And you're going to begin to shine forth like the morning star. You're going to begin to show forth your praise that I intended you to be. I hear the glory that I signed unto you from when I formed you in your mother's womb you are about to walk in the newness the nowness of identity get ready to be the new you and as the new you is revealed you better get ready to let go of some old friends you better get yourself ready for that because it's up and coming new levels I hear the Lord say new levels new levels there are new levels of opportunity that means promotions <laughs> God Almighty you ought to get excited right there if you've been frustrated with where you were 
If you felt like you've been capped off, God says you're going to break through to a new level. And an opportunity for you now is to break through. Watch. So you got to take it when it comes. Don't reason yourself. That's why he's got to show you a new you so that you'll see that you're worth more than where you are. God Almighty received that thing, that you're worth more than you're being uh, acknowledged as. So I need you to break forth to this new level. In that new level, there'll be new connections, new people that you'll be able to network with, to be able to uh, uh, glean from, to be able able to uh, uh, access uh, uh, other other places of networking. Uh, here's how I hear it. Connections that will breed connections. It ain't just one. It's going to come in a cluster. You're going to connect with one new person. So here's what you got to do. You got to be willing to make new friends. You got to be willing to open yourself up to new uh, uh, people and perhaps they may be in realms that you're not familiar with. That means that's why you got to see the new side of God because you got to trust the God on the inside of you in these unfamiliar your territories. It's real iffy being in unfamiliar territory, but this is the Lord's doing. This is of heaven. That's why you ain't seen it before. That's why it feels so uncomfortable because you have not experienced this before. God is trying to broaden our scope. He's trying to uh, cause our stakes to be widened so that we can fulfill his promises in the earth. I sense in this season there'll be new leaders that are rising up. You ought to celebrate that. Yeah, the Bible says when the righteous are in leadership, the people rejoice. But when the wicked bear rule, the people mourn. I, I speak, I speak, I speak new righteous leaders. I speak that so that as the leadership sets the example, we the people can follow thereafter. Now, here's the thing that you got to be willing to embrace as well. Now, with all of these new things, there will be new challenges. But these challenges are not problems. These challenges are opportunities for growth. These challenges are opportunities so that you can conquer new territories. You don't just get new territory to say that you have it. For all the years that, that uh, Israel was waiting to walk into Canaan as their promise, when they finally got there to take that territory, there were there were possessors of that land that was a challenge to them. But I love that Joshua and Caleb spirit that anointed that said that we, we uh, they didn't see them as themselves as grasshoppers in comparison to them. They said, I see this as our territory. That's the promise of the father. We can take them out. We can overtake them. Somebody say, I will accomplish these new challenges. I will conquer rather these new challenges. Yes, we will. Yes, we will. That's what you ought to expect in this new season. I got to give you a little bit more. I know I've been long time, been long spent, but that's what happens sometimes when the Holy Ghost get to talking. Turn back to Isaiah 42. We read verse number nine. Hallelujah. Somebody testify and say, thank you, Jesus. Yeah, Father, we thank you for, thank you for this new season. Thank you for it. We embrace it. We receive it. No, I'm messed up. I'm all the way over in 1 Timothy. I don't know how I got over there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Behold, the former things are come to pass. New things do I declare. Before they spring forth, I tell you of them. So here's what you need to do. Sing unto the Lord a new song, verse 10. <laughs> Somebody say, change your tune. 
Yeah, it's time, it's time to release a new tune, a new sound. Isn't that what you said, Deacon Evans, that God always prefaces a new season or a new move with a new sound? Yeah, so that means that you need to change your sound. I need to change my sound. Since God re- released this revelation to me, people of God, I've just been trying new things. I've just been, I've been things that I normally would have been, uh, you know, uh, uh, watching, observing, and, and dissecting to see whether I should. I just, no, no, yes, yes, sign me up, yes. Yes, this this might be my heart. Yes. You say, well, you got to be careful. No, not in this season. In this season, I'm trusting the ghost on the inside of me. And I'm just going to the new. I'm embracing the new. I trust that anything new I embrace, he got me. If it ain't, if it don't be good, it's going to be for my good. I mean, I'm ready for it. I know challenges are coming. Whatever it may be, all I know is I'm embracing new things. And I encourage you to do the same. He says, sing a new song. Change your tune. Watch, watch, watch. I'm going to be done with this in just a moment. And sing praise. Sing his praise. Not your own praise, but sing his praise. See, I like that. He gives you the answer. What tune should I release? My tune. Sing my praise. (laughs) Thank you, Jesus. Sing his praise from the end of the earth. Ye that go down to the sea and all that is therein. The islands, the inhabitants thereof. Verse 11 says, let the wilderness and the cities thereof lift up their voice. I want you to read the the remainder of this verse with me. Are you ready? Say, I'm ready. Okay, ready? Read. Let the, oh, let the villages, I'm sorry, I'm jacking it up. Let's start over. Ready? Read. The villages that uh-huh, doth inhabit, let the, sing, uh-huh, let them, verse, verse 12 says, let them give glory unto God. And do what? Right, right. So, so we're changing our tune. We're changing our tune. We're releasing our sound. That now, here's what I want. Here's what I want to show to you. Now, I, I want to say this next part with grace. I want to release this next piece with grace because we are an international ministry. We're called to the masses, uh, and yet we must not negate the fact that there are times and seasons where God chooses to use a certain people or a certain nation to to favor. There are certain times where God wants to favor uh, those who are fair-skinned. There are times that God has chosen. Watch. Uh, God's God's, uh, own people in the Old Testament was Israel, but there were times and seasons where he chose uh, to use Babylon to fulfill his will. (laughs) We think only Christians God favor, but God is not. God so loved the world. And God still loves his world. And even regardless of people's posture concerning him, he loves them so much that he, uh, if I can say it the way that we used to say it in the sports world, he allows every dog to have his day. Okay, okay. So so I want to say this part with grace because this part has nothing to do with race. It has all to do with purpose. This has, this has very little to do with what's going to seem at face value. It has more to do, somebody say more to do, with the purpose that God wants to fulfill through a people. God has allowed certain people, nations, to endure certain things. And those, he, I'm going to say that again. He has allowed certain nations and certain people to endure certain things. It wasn't his will, but he allowed them to endure certain things because it created an anointing within them. Okay, I'm going to have to press my point before I, before I get here. Uh, <clears throat> Michael Jackson 
was anointed. He was gifted. But there was an oil on his life to draw people. Watch. Stay with me. Stay with me. We understand how this anointing was produced because he was uh, uh, really heavily ridiculed as a child and he had to be ridiculed by his, within his house almost to a point that he felt like the black sheep beaten. Y'all, come on, like y'all don't know what Joe Jackson did to Mike. Come on, y'all, y'all saw the movie. A, B, C, it's easy. It's one, two, three, all simple as don't rate me. A, B, C, one, two, three, baby, you and me, girl. You done seen the movie. You could have finished that too. What's my point? What he went through produced an anointing. It caused him, it caused there an ability to push past ridicule and be great. That's an anointing. Watch. Now, what you do with your anointing, who you choose to take your oil and, and, and burn light for, is on you. <laughs> I didn't got the time here that I want. <laughs> what you do with your anointing. What, watch, watch. Here's how I know this to be true. Because there are anointed prophetic voices in, in the earth that will stand before the Father. This is biblical now. This is scriptural. And the Father will say, uh, depart from me because I didn't know you. It wasn't that I didn't anoint you. It wasn't that I didn't give you what was necessary to add to my kingdom, but we did not have relationship. We were not in a place of knowing one another. And, and the response, Jesus says, is that they'll say, but did I not prophesy in your name? <laughs> in your name, with your anointing, did I not cast out devils? And he'll say, yes, you did, but you have to, you cannot enter into this place because this place is not anointing based. This place is not gift based. For the gifts of God are without repentance. You ain't, you ain't, whatever you do with your gift, that's, that's on you. And so Mike was anointed. But the question was, did he use that anointing for the furtherance? Every nation is anointed by what they grow, go through. The anointing oil, if I had time, I would explain in depth how it was created. But the main thing is the olive is pressed. It goes under pressure in order to be able to produce that oil. You don't just get oil. I know you go to the grocery store and you just pick up oil. But that olive had to go through a pressing, a crushing, a bruising <clears throat> so, that this, so that this precious oil could be produced to our using. Somebody say anointing. Every nation has an anointing. And so that verse that we read in verse number 11, it says the wilderness uh, and the cities thereof shall lift their voice. The villages that what? Yeah, I'm going to let y'all get there because I want y'all to say it so that y'all don't say I'm trying to, trying to say something that is uh, not there. Isaiah 42 and 11. Let the wilderness, there you go, and the cities thereof lift their voice. The villages that who? Kadar, 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 Kadar means dark skin folk. Close my Bible, so <laughs> close my Bible. <laughs> so y'all don't know, so y'all don't think I'm trying to say something. Every nation has an, a moment, has a season when God says, "Okay, I need you to be on display, so that people can see your anointing and benefit from it." Y'all, okay? In this, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say this, and I'm gonna leave it alone. In this season, you're gonna see that dark-skinned folks are favored, that they have favor. Watch, 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 watch. I, I, I struggle with this and God says say it because I told you to say it but I, and I, because, because if you're not careful our thoughts can go to good 
Finally, it's our turn. No, 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 no. What we went through produced this anointing that God wants to put on display. <coughs> Not by chance now, in the midst of a pandemic where dark-skinned people are, are suffering the worst outcome from the, from the pandemic, and in a time where social injustice in our nation, police brutality, is singling out our dark-skinned people to have to suffer and endure not by chance in the midst of all of that negativity that God will raise allow to be risen up the first black vice president female candidate see okay see 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 our thoughts are uh, finally we got us one of us in the office no 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 it's it's not just us it's what us been through there's an anointing within that individual and I'm not trying to get you to vote for nobody. I'm not. You, you vote for who you want to vote for. The, the mere fact that, that that has taken place is shedding light to the fact that the season has changed. And the world is being brought to the attention that, hey, 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 God is true. In this season, God wants to use what this people have gone through to ensure and show the world that in the worst of times... I have anointed you like this to be able to overcome. So to those of you who were outcast because of the color of your skin in past seasons, this is why you got to let the old things be in the past because you got to matter. You can't go in there like the mad nigga. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. To my live viewing audience, I apologize. I just gotta tell them like this: you can't be the you can't be the the the, the upset Negro who's there to make up for all lost pet. No, 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 no. It's just my season, baby. It's it's just it's it's a new season. It's a time God has shown His light upon this nation, this people. And if I were you, if I'm not of that skin, I would celebrate the fact that I got some friends of that skin tone. Because if it's day season, if I'm in affiliation with them, then it's our season. God Almighty. I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish, I wish I could say it like I want to say it. But on time is far spent. I want you to see. It ain't about race. It ain't about because everybody done had their day. Everybody done had their day. The, the, Asian, the, the Asian people had their day. Red and yellow, black and white. All our precious in his sight, but he has chosen in this season. I like how Solomon said it in a, in Sol, in a Song of Solomon, uh, chapter 1, verse 5. Read it in your own time. He, he, Solomon just came out and plainly stated, he said, I am black. Now, he's not, he's not talking about himself, but he says, I am black like the tents or those who dwell in the tents of Kadar. <laughs> God has favored, God has favored those who are of color in this season. And, if, and anybody who fights against it, they're fighting against the will of God we don't need them in this position yes you do according to God God has allowed them to go through things that have equipped them for what we all need the world needs God I'm trying to get off this thing but I want you to see it listen the world needs oh man God told me to write down some things the world needs to see the grit the resilience, the drive, the ability to fight through hardship like people of color have had to endure in this season and in this time. The world needs to see it. Why? Because uh, the pandemic has not shifted and has not broken yet. 
So the world is still trying to figure out how to navigate around it, how to navigate through it. We having to fight through losing loved ones to this virus. Man, I wish I could preach in here. We're having to fight through all of the negativity and the adjustments that have had to be made as a response to this pandemic. So the world needs to see this how you do it in hard times. The world give you lemons. Oh, no, we make lemonade. We'll create a lemonade stand, put it on the corner of the block, sell it for $1.25, even though get it for 99 cents at McDonald's. We know how to make sure and press through hardship through hard times. So, 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 so this is what the Lord has declared. I didn't write this. I didn't write this. I didn't I, I did not I did not come up with this. This is the, the utterance of the spirit of the Lord in this new season. God said, Mike, it's a new season. I said, God, what do you mean? He took me as I hadn't read Isaiah 42, 9 through 16 I, uh, in that context before. I, I mean, I read the Bible from cover to cover three times and that ain't never stood. I never saw that Kadar was dark skinned people. Never saw it. Never saw that God was telling a nation, listen, you've gone through hardship and now I'm shining my light on you. Well, it's a new season, baby. And in this season, God is favoring. He's favoring those who have that anointing. Not by chance that this principality has attacked this people so diligently. And I love, man, I rejoice. I'm almost done. I rejoice in how the world has backed the black population. Isn't it beautiful? Isn't it beautiful? I love that. Not because I'm pro-black or I'm anti-anything or anti-white, but because we all value the value that this nation brings. The whole world is saying, yeah, y'all, yeah, y'all can't do that. Y'all can't do our, our brothers and sisters like that. You'll be told we all come from Adam now. So, so y'all our cousins, whether you like it or not, we all family. Red and yellow, black and white. We just done let division seep in. Look, oh, look how that, look how that cold wave went across right there. Now, ain't no kin to them such and suches. Yes, she is. Yes, she is. Look at somebody say, yes, you is. <laughs> yeah, but the, the, that, that watch, watch, I'm, and I'm on end. The whole world has come behind to back this people. In this season, and the principality fought us so hard because the world, the, the, the kingdom of darkness did not want to have to deal with our anointing. But if I were you, I would wrap back my head and i say, it's too late. Because it's our season. It's a new season. It's a new time. It's a new day for new things. God has favored me. I'm not going to have to uh, endure the same oppression that I endured in the last season. This promotion, it belongs to me. And it's not gonna, I'm not going to be preferred because of the color of my skin. Man, 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 man. But I am favored by my God because of the nation that I'm in. He wants me to be seen. Somebody say it's a new season. So sing a new song. Rejoice. What does that mean? Rejoice. Oh, man, I got to give you this one. I, I've been closing for 15 minutes. Verse 16. Verse, Isaiah 42, verse 16, the latter part says, These things will I do unto them and not forsake them. That's the Lord talking through Isaiah. He says, I, in other words, God said, I got your back this time for these new things that I've declared, for this people that I favor. Can y'all... 
Can y'all hear that from a place like I, like I intended to say it with grace, that is not a color preference, but it's a favor of God on a nation? Can y'all hear that? Can y'all hear that? And so it's going to be, watch now, it's going to be some folk that's uh, not Christians that's going to raise up to a place of authority because God has favored the nation. Did you catch that? Oh, man, we see. Nah, I'll, I'll just, I'm just telling you what the season is bringing. And I'm not telling you that so that you'll say yay for them. I'm saying that so you'll say, OK, I see. I see that. That's a, that's an indicator of what God said. So, so if he'll do for the unrighteous. If he'll do that for the unrighteous, Lord, know what he's going to do for the righteous. I'm, I'm living for God and sharing my faith. Oh, yeah, that's my job. Oh, yeah, that's my position. Oh, yeah, that's my opportunity. That's my territory. I believe it. I receive it in Jesus' name. Wow, what a message. What a word, man. I just love God's word. It's so empowering, so impactful. It causes us to be exactly what God wants us to be. I hope you enjoyed that message. As a matter of fact, if you'd like to catch us via our live stream, you can do so by going to our website, www.michaelgrantministries.net on Sundays at 11.30 a.m. or Tuesdays at 7.15 p.m., both Eastern Standard Time. Until next time, I pray that you stay strong in your faith and in all that God is speaking in your life, you have exactly what you say.